Hello and welcome to the Game of the Year edition podcast uh, by your pals from the Dreamcast Junkyard. No, Dreamcast, I'm getting really confused about which podcast this is now. It's Dreamcast Years. <laughs> For sure, uh, yeah, we've done a few uh, a few uh, crossovers with the Dreamcast Junkyard, which have been very fun, uh, and uh, yeah, we're back with another game of the year, first of season two. I'm very excited, and joining me, Andrew, are Rich. Hello, Rich. Hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. Hello, and Jason. Hello, Jason. All right. Good. Thanks. All right. All three of us. Four of us. My good, I'm going to have to get used to this. <laughs> All four of us. <laughs> oh, very excited. Very, very excited. So uh, just to catch everybody up, this is season two. Maybe we've got some new people listening. Uh, this is the podcast where we decide which was the best game of 2009 out of like a really small sample size of four games that we've chosen. Uh, and each of us have decided it was our game of this year. So you will then get to vote as to which of these four games you believe is the best one. Uh, we'll put up a Twitter poll for seven days uh, once this episode goes live. Um, and if you're listening on Radio Sega, that should go live at the end of this episode if I'm being good. So I've done this before and it's worked. We'll see if it works this time. Um, so yes, uh, we're all going to pitch our choices and we get a minute to pitch and then we'll have a chat about them. So the minute to pitch thing really doesn't doesn't matter. But uh, it's fun anyway. <laughs> Do you remember we used to have a very strict rule where the person who pitched is not allowed to speak from then on? I mean, do you know what? It, it, it was difficult with when there was only two people speaking. Maybe now that there's going to be three people speaking about the game, we could reinstate that rule. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. It is quite painful, though, to pitch a game and then watch other people discuss it and not say the things that you want them to say. So I quite, I quite like that we got a bit lax on that rule, but I don't know. Okay. We'll have a discussion. We'll have a production meeting off, off, offline. No, let's have it now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right now. No, it's fine. Um, that's cool. I mean, if anybody has opinions on it, on this and they're listening and they just don't like it when the person who pitched, uh, pitch talks about their game, let us know. We might ignore you, but we, we might not. So, you know, let us know. Uh, anyway, so you each get a minute to pitch. And uh, the, the interesting part of that comes where the person who lost last vote uh, gets a forfeit of some description and the person who wins gets to choose a game uh, from the next year that we're going to do that we can all play and discuss on the next game of the year podcast uh, last time i believe it was ben uh, who is with us just for a short two episode run mm-hmm. of game of the year uh, he was the winner i believe that time and he chose uh, plants versus zombies am i right was that that was ben's choice that right? was ben's choice yes yeah there we go so that's the game that he wants us to play uh, for 2009. It was a game that released in 2009. Uh, should we have a should we have a bit of a quick chatter about that before we get going on 2009 oh, proper? Sure. sure. Um, so, Plants vs Zombies, mobile game uh, from Popcap, uh, who made amazing titles such as Peggle and Bejeweled, and all those kind of mm-hmm. awesome games. Uh, who, who wants to start us off with uh, Plants vs. Zombies? So, I played a fair amount of it, and uh, it, I enjoyed it. It was weird, though, because it felt old, and it's weird to play a phone game that feels old, because all phone games still feel like they're new. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. 
but yeah. it, it it felt gaming on your phone still feels like kind of a new phenomenon to me anyway uh of your you know pop cap variety games that still feels like a new thing and then you realize that actually no it's pretty old at this point and plants vs zombies feels kind of old but mm. it's still good it's still enjoyable yeah it's not bad and not just a phone game right you can play it on the xbox yes, as well yes that's true yeah which is good which is good jason have you played much of plants vs zombies i did back in the day yes um i think i completed it actually mm. from my own memory but uh yeah i love this game it was uh a, a great time sink for for when I was bored, and like, like Steve said, you know, it was it was probably one of the first kind of mobile games that were really popular alongside Angry Birds, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, although you know, it, it helped that it was a great addictive game, but I think um, around this time where mobile gaming was so new and exciting, it just helped propel it up to the attention that it got, but. Uh, I really liked all the different plants that you could use. Um, I'm trying to think of what my favourite one was, but uh, I'm struggling a little bit actually. Uh, sunflower is always a good one, right? What did the, the sunflowers a pretty good one? Oh, they gave me the like extra the sun, didn't one. they? The extra, that's right. Yeah. Um, maybe the, was there a potato one that used to explode? I can't remember. That, yeah, that's right. It's the the bomb one. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I always liked the bok choy, which just punched the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a butternut squash as well, wasn't there? They used as yeah, a, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. but um, I yeah. think they got much more um, carried away with the designs with the zombies itself, and I think they were probably my more favourite part of the game. Just seeing the different kinds of zombies that they finally uh, gave you as you was going through the game. Um, obviously you had the zombies with the uh, traffic cone on its head to the that's right to the um, uh, American football zombie yeah uh, to the was there a clown one as well probably I mean probably. There was a, you know, yeah. Romero had a clown zombie so I'm sure the game did you know, it's a, it's a trope at this point you have to have it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think they even um, they branched out into like flying ones. They were holding balloons, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no. And they all sort of disintegrate at varying varying degrees of speed. So some of them last. Like the fo- the football player zombie specifically took ages to kill, right? Because he's yeah. wearing the football get up. But mm-hmm. yeah, the thing that I enjoyed most about this game was at the end of every level. When you press the upgrade thing, it plays a, a little jazzy tune for no reason. It just, <laughs> you press it and it goes bow, 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 and it's like that's a nice little tune. <laughs> I tell you, one other thing about this game is obviously Crazy Dave that you get in between yeah. the, the the levels. And uh, my youngest kid played Plants vs Zombies, and he got quite um, he got he got quite to like Crazy Dave. He was, he, he was quite a favourite of his. And I believe in one of the parts of the game, Crazy Dave said that his favourite sandwich was uh, a peanut butter and jam sandwich with cheese. And uh, ever since uh, he heard about, he read this or heard Crazy Dave say this, he wanted to try it out for himself. And uh, ever since then, that is his favourite sandwich that he insists on every time. But with, with cheese, though, yep. that, I mean... Peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. obviously American staple. But with cheese. A lot of British people don't get it, really, American peanut butter and jelly. But then adding cheese to it, that, that's just a step too far, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah I, like, I mean, I am assistant on not having it or trying it or 
or whatever, but, you know, keeping the peace in my house, if that's what he wants. Sure. That's what you can sure. have. What what type of cheese? Like American slices or like cheddar or like... Just just what? just cheddar. That's what we got in the house. Okay. So that's what he gets. Yeah. Sounds gross. It is gross. <laughs> <laughs> also sounds disturbingly like a beer that Rich would drink. Close, close. <laughs> does, yeah. Uh, that be a stout, rich, rich. Would that be a stout? <laughs> um, have, have you played Plants vs Zombies, Rich? Um, did you give it I, a go? I did. Yeah. Um, basically, for this, I'd never played it previously. Um, I actually am a bit of a snob when it comes to the whole like Zynga, PopCap kind of Facebook game kind of thing. So I kind of give these a bit of a wide berth. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I enjoyed this game for the most part. I mean, it does feature my two favorite things: horticulture and the undead. So. That was, you know, had a bit of a hook to it. Um, it was fun. I didn't play a lot of it to really form a massive opinion, but I did like like what Jason said. I did like the zombie varieties. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have not got really strong thoughts on this. I'm not going to shit on it, but it's never been my kind of game. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. It's a it's a shame. It, the series went in the way that it eventually did when CA got their mm. grubby little mitts on them. Um, so more Plants vs. Zombies in the original game style. Yes, please. Thank you very much. But Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, whatever incarnation they have these days. No, thank you. Well, one of the things that made this game feel as old as it did was that it's not riddled with microtransactions. <laughs> crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back in the day when you could just buy a game off off the exactly. app store. Very true. I was going to say it reminds me a little bit. I know that they're not quite alike at all, but it it reminds me of Grindstone, which is like a very modern a very modern mobile game, uh, and obviously launched on Apple Arcade and doesn't really have any ma- microtransactions either. You don't need microtransactions to play the game at all, um, which is like you say, Steve. It's very novel yeah. for these days. Uh, but yeah, it reminds me of that, and and you're really right in the fact that, yeah, mobile games still feel... I mean, do you think that they still feel the same and still feel new because there's only so much you can do with them? No. Or is it because... No, I think it's because I'm old. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there's... I mean, we've, we've been playing games on our phones now for well over a decade at this point, um, and I'm True. old fud, fuddy-duddy, and I turn my nose up at phone games because I think they're not real games. Uh-huh. Even though people play more games on their phone than they do on games consoles by an extremely wide margin, so I can't uh, I can't understand how that happens. I, I I play occasionally on my phone, like, and I'm talking like every few months I might play for an hour, like I might like load up Angry Birds or I might load up Grindstone or something and play for a little bit. But I could not imagine playing games on my phone every day. I don't know why. I, I, I think, yeah. Is that because well, old? I, I think for <laughs> a lot of people, it's what they do at the bus stop yeah. or on the bus get or a, in the... Yeah. Get a bloody right, switch. Whereas for me, <laughs> that's... Yes, <laughs> get a switch. Or, you know, for me, that's time I spend angrily scrolling through the news mm. and Twitter and just getting crossed. <laughs> I, I know there's a much better use of my time. I know it sounds like a weird observation, but I think there's something about having like a proper handheld, like, say, a switch. When you've got that in your hand and you're playing it, it feels like this is mine. This is my gaming console. Whereas the phone, it doesn't feel, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels somewhat, you feel detached from it as being this 
Uh, it's hard to put into words. Yeah. You, it all feels very transient. Yes. It feels like it matters less yes. than it yeah. does on a con. Yeah. yeah. And it's easy to get distracted on your phone as well. You've got constant notifications popping up. So the likelihood of you staying in a game for very long is probably quite low because, you know, like somebody messages you or you get a notification about some angry news thing happening, as, as Steve would probably have or, uh, or or Twitter notifications pop up and you you know end up endlessly scrolling through Twitter or you know that's basically what I do um <laughs> yeah so yeah mobile games are a, are a weird beast for sure I do find it weird that you have like full-on games like Fortnite and stuff on there like it's the oh, it's yeah. the same experience right as the console versions which is like mad so but yeah there you go Plants vs Zombies one of the first big mobile games Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Thumbs up from me. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be hearing from the winner of last time's poll a little bit later to let us know what game we'll be playing next time. Um, talking of polls, we should probably talk about the poll for 2008. Um. Where shall we start? I think maybe let's start at the top this time. Let's let's start with the winner. So the person who will be revealing later on what their game's going to be, that will be Steve as Grand Theft Auto 4 won the poll with 40.6%. I mean, it's a it's regarded as being one of the best games ever made, so it's hardly surprising really. Yeah, it's true. Especially when it's, it's up against Grand Theft Auto the, uh, garbage one. that you lot brought. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> true in the case of me, but yeah, be nice to the other guys, Steve. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're right, you're right. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's I kid, I kid, of course. Um, Grand Theft Auto 4 is just phenomenal, and yeah, it's in the same sort of way that Grand Theft Auto 3 marked a step up for Grand Theft Auto, I think, 4 did as well, despite remaining in the yeah. you know, the same sort of 3D realm as 3, it did enough new and different that it just. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, very true. I I, I think it's rare for a, a Grand Theft Auto game to lose a poll. I think it's I think Grand Theft Auto has won at least on two occasions before this. So it's probably the series with the most wins. It on is. Game of the year I, now, I, I think there's one that didn't win. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Vice City that didn't win. And it might have been. Yeah. Win, I think every, every other time, because every other Grand Theft Auto game that there has been, we have mentioned it on this pod on this podcast and i think oh yeah it's always one except for one of yeah them, which i think was by c yeah i can't remember if the did the first game grand theft auto one win i don't think we mentioned gta oh, 2 i think we mentioned one three yeah, i think by city yeah, san andreas and i film I, th- I think i think definitely three one Oh, I can't remember. It's fine. We'll we'll see another time. It's it's fine. Grand Theft Auto Four One, <laughs> and it's a great game. I'm pleased about it. I I love yeah. Grand Theft Auto Four. It's the best Grand Theft Auto game in my eyes. I think I, I think so, I agree with that. Yeah. There we go. Uh, in second place, then was uh, Ben's choice. Uh, not here to celebrate his second place victory, but I'm sure he's somewhere rapping about it um and his choice was and it's a surprise this didn't win because this aired on radio sega uh this was valkyria chronicles mm. which got 27.5 percent of the vote so a sega game not winning you're just you're losing your touch radio sega you sh- should have should have voted more it's not on um 
but yeah, it's a good game nonetheless. It, yeah, right? it's, it's, a it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. good game. Brilliant stuff. I think Ben Ben's probably listening, right? I hope so. He said he, he said he was a listener, so yeah. Um it was a good choice, Ben. I think I think I think I put I think I put him onto that game. You did, yeah, yeah that's right. It's very true. Very true. Um Alright, well, you know, next time Radio Sega, if we mention a Sega game again, which is rare to be fair. <laughs> I don't know why we're on Radio Sega at this point, <laughs> to be <perfectly> honest. <laughs> um No, we're gonna fix that, don't worry. More Sega stuff coming. Um, <laughs> so, Valkyria Chronicles, second place. In third place was my choice, which is Dead Space, which had 24.6% oh. of the vote. Of course, since then, we've had the reveal of the Dead Space mm. remake, which is very exciting. And also, I think since the time that we've had this poll, Rich has played every single <laughs> Dead Space game. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Not too bad. That's right. To completion. Um Bloody love it! I think other than, other than Yakuza, it's my favorite video game series of all, all time. So wow, yeah, wow. it's it's holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> third one I'm a bit in the middle, but the first two and the second game is an absolute masterpiece. So yeah, thank you guys. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I was appreciating. I your, get one. I was appreciating the love that you was giving Dead Space on Twitter, and it nearly made me start playing Dead Space again as well. And then oh. the uh, and then the reboot was announced, and I was like. I'll just hold off, I think, now, so I'll wait for yeah, that one. Smart. Good. Smart. Yeah. Might as well. That's that's fair enough. Uh, you know, we needed to get one. You know, like, we, you tried Metal Gear Solid 3. That didn't quite work. Uh, it's a bad game. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that... Did, did you start... We, it wasn't our podcast that got you onto Yakuza, right? You started playing that before. This. Yeah, that was right. just... I think that was just a general... I was always quite fascinated by it. Um, and then when I got the Xbox, it was all on Game Pass. I just literally did it off my own Steam. I just thought, I want to try this series because it had because I think for a long time, incorrectly, I kind of associated it. I looked at it as a spiritual kind of successor to Shenmue, which it is not. But at the time, that's what kind of led me into that. Kind of fueled my intrigue and my uh, fascination with the series. Um, but yeah, nice. All right. Well, you know. It was uh, it was third place. Mm. I think it deserved higher, but uh, maybe it was the Radio Sega people who who kind of just upped Valkyria Chronicles beyond beyond what it what it should have been. Oh, oh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. Uh, in fourth place, in last place, then Rich, you knew it was oh, coming. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was obvious. That it, it, and it's not even that it's a bad game or even a particularly left field choice, but it was no more heroes. And it only got 7.2% that of the vote. That stuns me, I'm sorry. That absolutely stuns me. I mean... It's weird, yeah. right? Considering that Loco Roco w- won once, and now <laughs> No More Heroes comes in dead last. Like, Yeah. I've got uh, no words. I've got absolutely no words. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess gaming is ruled by GTA, uh, Weeb Games, and uh, the other one, Dead Space, which is deservedly amazing, but the other two, yeah. I can, you know, love them and leave them. But unfortunately, yeah, um, I'm shocked that Travis Touchdown didn't, well, Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now, like the third game's just released, yeah. right? So it's it's pretty big on people's radar right yeah. now. But uh, I, I do believe, though, that most people are more fond of the second game than the first, if I remember rightly. Believe Maybe that's got something so, to do with it. Yeah, yeah. 
So there you go. But you know, not too bad overall. Uh, Dead Space could have come higher, but Grand Theft Auto Four, pretty deserving. Which one of these would you have chosen, Jason? If it was uh, if it was down to you? Um, well, I, I do believe um, I cast my vote on the Twitter poll as a listener, nice. and um, my vote did go for Dead Space. Lovely. Sorry, Rich. That's good. I, I would have gone for Dead Space <laughs> now, but. I didn't think it was fair for me to pitch it in a 2009 frame of mind. I thought I've come to this very late. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, I'll choose Dead Space, absolutely, if I could do it again. All right, then, let's go straight into our pitches. And as is tradition, the person who lost goes first. And that's Rich. Sorry, Rich. Get out of the way. Um, I'm fine with it. Rip, rip that plaster off. <laughs> rip it off. Yeah, rip absolutely. That <laughs> I'm I'm unsure if we're going to top what we did last time, which was incredible. Uh, that the was last so time Just Rich had a forfeit, you mean? Which was like which was 2008 yeah. when we tampered with his uh, pitch. That's right. Yeah. No, that was very good, wasn't it? Oh yes. Fantastic. Yes, good. Love that one. It's up there with Rich's mum yes. pitching for yes, him. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> always forever the best. Forever the best. <laughs> That's very true. Rich's mum's always going to be number one. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, we'll see how this one goes. It's it, it's got the potential to be funny. Uh, so, Rich, uh, poor well, Rich. funny for us anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, your forfeit this time, Rich, is to deliver your entire pitch as a pirate. So that means putting on the stereotypical pirate accent, saying yar and uh, what else do pirates say? Me hearties. Me hearties. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Just putting that into your pitch here and there. Uh, just giving us the full pirate experience. Let me just find my eye patch. <laughs> I'm a Yakuza fan now, so I've got an eye patch somewhere, you know. Before we get started, I'd just like to apologise to any pirates who are listening. We don't mean any offence. Yes. yes. Very sorry. Trigger warnings, all of that kind of stuff for what's about to come. Rich, <sighs> let us know what you're going to pitch in your pirate accent. Arrgh. <laughs> I'm going to be... Oh, God, God, that's like a Cornish farmer. What the fuck? <laughs> it works. It works. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be pitching Ghostbusters, the video game. Oh my god, Rich loves this game too, and he has to pitch it as a pirate. One minute of this shit. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Right, um, <laughs> Alright, Rich, are you, re- are you ready to pitch? I, I think, yep, go for it. <laughs> I'm glad that you have these written down, because if you did I don't, this one's completely really off the top of my head. This is improv. Oh my god. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go... It's going to go south quick, so... Yeah. <laughs> All right, are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Rich, your time starts now. Ah, so Ghostbusters, the video game, is pretty much the third... <laughs> pretty much the sequel to Ghostbusters 2. Oh, this just sounds like me. Um, <laughs> it has all the old... <laughs> It has all the original cast, <laughs> including Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson. And, uh. <laughs> uh, uh oh, my God. <laughs> oh, 
You've got nearly a minute to go, Rich. You've got to keep going. <laughs> no. Come on. And the original soundtrack, and you, you visit old locations like the library where you catch the librarian from the first film. Uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow. Arr, he's in it too. <laughs> Please hurry up. Um, <laughs> there's lots of Easter eggs for Ghostbusters fans. <laughs> I can't do this, man. This is horrible. I better win for this shit, seriously. Um, <laughs> oh, count me down, please. Um, uh, <laughs> Sequini Weaver <laughs> wasn't in it. <laughs> she wasn't. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, me. I can't even think straight, man. I was. I went oh. blank. I wish I had. Uh, that was I'm amazing. Literally, Weaver wasn't <laughs> in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that was my final statement. It's like, what didn't it have? End. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, I, you really, really leaned into that in a way that I was not expecting at all. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I completely forgot to pitch the game, but that's all right. Just put it all into the impression, went full blown, you know, <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Rich, that was. Swing, I don't know why. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh. Uh. Just, I'm trying to collect. That myself. was incredible. That was incredible. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed. Um, I mean, time. we can talk about the game oh. if we want, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm just basking in the glow of what just occurred. <laughs> I get to talk about it properly now, which is good. So. That's true. We don't have I mean, the rule anymore. Put, thank God. <laughs> I'll put my hand up and say I've never played <gasps> the Ghostbusters video game, so I won't be able to talk about Me. it. Um, who has played it except for Rich, of course? Me. Okie dokie. Go ahead and chat about it. Directly, Jason. Um, I quite enjoyed what I played. Um, to be honest, I didn't play that much of it. Um, I think because I kind of got stuck and I didn't really know how to progress. And then I went and played something else. You, so Did you play this and I never went back, back in the day? Back or did you play the re-release when I came out? Okay, yeah. Uh, the re-release. Yeah, I picked it up in that's, a Switch that's sale. That's I played it. I also got it in a Switch sale. Uh, there is a, I, I can see how you got stuck and didn't, you didn't really know what to do, because there are parts of this game that do feel quite old, and it, it, at times mm. it's not super clear what you're supposed to be doing, particularly the parts where you've got to use the... Um, what's the device called, Rich? I want to say... I want to say the, E-meter. Um, the P, that's oh, the right. Yeah. E-meter. <laughs> that's a different game yeah. that's a different game um, <laughs> you are clear um, yeah I, I can see yeah but I mean it, for me this game's enjoyable just because of all the trappings it is extremely authentically Ghostbusters and as the pirates said beforehand it's basically the third Ghostbusters film and it is better than Ghostbusters 2 in my opinion um, that is very deliberate yep. shade on Ghostbusters 2 um, all the cast are there and it's fun hearing Bill Murray go between being into it and not giving a shit depending on what sort of mood he's in <laughs> in the recording booth but yeah it's good it's good fun it's it's extremely Ghostbusters and that's yeah. why you should play this game if you're not a Ghostbusters fan eh you probably wouldn't get a lot out of it if you are this game's definitely worth playing yeah I, I mean, mean I- I'm not going to but Go on, Jason. Go on, say it. I was just going to say that, what, I mean, I, I played through the whole of the hotel section and then uh, stopped when I came outside. But everything that I experienced was so Ghostbusters. And, and like Rich said in his pitch, like having all the, all the original cast really helped. Um, 
and that they they really kind of nailed down that that kind of Ghostbusters feeling that you get when you watch the films, and I really appreciated that. And I, I kind of did feel part of the Ghostbusters team, trying to catch the ghosts and get them into the trap and and, and everything else. And it's a bit of a shame that I I kind of dropped off. I, I really should shouldn't, and I should have carried on. But um, one day I'll get back to it. I mean. I'm not going to pretend, and it's the game I'm pitching, I'm not going to pretend it's like technically a, a fantastic game. It's very linear. Um, some of the whole ragdoll, ragdoll physics and stuff is can be a little bit buggy at times, but mm. I think this came at a time where, other than Ghostbusters 2, this was like the first piece of Ghostbusters mm-hmm. that we had. Okay, maybe the extreme Ghostbusters cartoon and not the, yeah, the odd IDW comics as well, but this was like seven whole years before um, the 2016 yeah. movie, you know, which was loved by both fans and online chuds. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it was an event. It was an absolute event. It was like, this is yeah. Ghostbusters. And it, it looks like Ghostbusters. It's not, and, you know, unless it was the Wii version, it's not stylized. It's not cartoony. It's an actual realistic interpretation of those two films that I loved. And now I get to be like a fifth Ghostbuster. That was just like mm. mind blowing for me. And I had to have a piece of it. Just was dying to play this game when I first announced it. So yeah, it was just such a monumental game for me when it came out. It sounds very good. It's really rare where that you have like a movie or TV show tie in game that is good. You know, like either they go a completely different direction or they try and follow the plot of the film too closely so it just doesn't leave any space for fun yeah yeah well so. most uh licensed games are usually as part of a marketing strategy right mm. um oh not so much these days mm. actually it's a bit of a thing of the past that now isn't it but a lot of uh, the, the vast majority of of licensed games are usually they're part of a marketing campaign whereas obviously this is extremely divorced from the Ghostbusters IP being mainstream, this was a passion pro- pro- project by the original folk, and so that's why it has all this authenticity to it. I think I think you you saying about licensing games, and I think this is probably why I never played it back in the day, um, because I always used to just avoid these licensed games completely because I knew they were just going to be crap. Mm. I mean, like. Home improvement on the snares. Oh. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> to play as a, a racist Tim Allen shooting pterodactyls with a nail gun. It's just the best game ever. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> My goodness. Alright, well I guess I guess we should move on to another pitch. I mean I'm 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 still awesome. reeling <laughs> from the accent. <laughs> Should we should we just get Rich to do the accent all the time now? Like it's just his regular it's, accent. Yeah. Right? Yes work and in this home life just in general especially there yeah awesome okay, let's try, try and get, get rich, uh, rich fired from his job <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine just say it's this it's 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 fine it's fine don't worry it's fine um all right <laughs> let's move on uh and the next person to pitch uh, let's uh let's throw jason in the deep end shall we okay uh, your first pitch for game of the year. Let's see how this goes, shall we? Let's see how it goes. Uh, are you ready? Are you prepared? Uh, as prepared as I will ever be. Okay. Uh, what are you pitching for us today? Uh, 
This time for my 2009 game, I am pitching Batman Arkham Asylum. Ooh. Yes. Okie dokie. All right. Well, I'm going to start a timer. Are you Are you ready to go? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if I'll last a minute, but, you know, we'll see how we go. All right. Side-eye. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> stay just wait for it. Try and enjoy it. Wait Don't for it. pressure on yourself. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do a pirate voice if you get too panicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start the timer. So your time to pitch starts now. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum is an action adventure game made by Rocksteady Studios. But what is it about Arkham Asylum that makes this game so special? It's the first game that really made me feel like I was a superhero, from hanging upside down from gargoyles and sweeping up an enemy to flying around a spectacular realized Gotham City. Exploring the dark, dingy place really puts you on edge, and nothing compares to the unforgettable scenes in the asylum itself. The story was strong, and the inclusion of Titan, a strange version of the drug Bane uses for his strength, was a great idea, especially for that last battle. Its combat is good, and if you pulled off certain button presses, you made Batman pull some great flowing moves, which also helps immerse you in this world. Batman was quite a scary game when you include the scarecrow scenes, but that, for me, was one of its strengths. <clears throat> excuse me, in pulling you back into the game. There's a few recognisable Batman characters, including Poison Ivy, Bane, Joker, Quinn, and Commissioner Gordon, and the Game of the Year edition came with a 3D mode that you could play on an all-TV. Um, with a supply 3D glasses. And how can I forget Mark Hamill doing what he does best and putting off a majestic performance as the Joker? You absolutely. I don't know if did. I went over my minute or what. No, you were like, no, no. I haven't <laughs> got. I have one. I'm just going. Yeah, and I'm going to mention Mark going. Hamill, and quite right too. Exactly. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> oh, that was that was the first. I think someone's just continuing on after I'd said it's over. Well, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't me. sure whether whether you said yeah, stop or not. I was so in the flow. That um, I don't know if he was just like agreeing with me or what. So, so um, just, like, yeah, Jason, you're disqualified, but nice try. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're not, you're not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you took the uh, you took the rich approach of writing it down, right? So yes. that, that, that that helped. That's good. Yeah, because yeah. I think if I if I'd just gone off the top of my head, there would have just been a, a minute of um. Yeah, that's uh, basically how uh, just go. E- <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> so, I thought I'd probably try at least try and sound semi-professional and uh, write it down so I can. It was a know, fine sound. pitch for a fine game. Okay. Yes, it absolutely. Was indeed. Yeah, no, that's very good. Um, next time you want it in uh, beat poetry form, uh, in a well, in a pirate accent, uh, read wow. by Rich's mum. So- <laughs> <laughs> Well, if this game loses, if I lose, there then there, there's my forfeit sorted. Very true. <laughs> so, Steve, yes. I know we, we spoke about this in the 2009 episode, but it was it, it's, it's a great game, right? It is. It is a great game. Um, talking of licensed games being surprisingly fantastic, this is another one. This took mm. everyone by surprise at the time. The, it was promising based on screenshots and stuff on the run-up to release, but I think a lot of people were always sort of, it's a Batman game, how good could it really be outside of your hardcore Batman fans? But it turned out that this was an absolute corker, and even non-Batman fans enjoyed this one, because it's just great. It's a super satisfying third-person action-adventure 
as Jason said, uh, with a combat system that just the you know the, the the amount of impact that that had and that inspired a lot of other games, the amount of influence that had, I should say, yeah. uh, on other games can't be understated. Takes place in a really small environment, but in a good way. You're not overwhelmed by it. You get to know the Arkham Asylum really well, and all its no- nooks and crannies with like pseudo Metroidvania style. You can't go here yet till you get that power type stuff. Um, yeah, brilliant game. I should replay this. It's been a long time, and I should I should go back and replay this one because it's 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 fantastic. It is, it is. Which, I can't remember, was this one that you had not played, or is one you've played? Played and completed. Loved it at the time. Love it today. Like Steve, I really want to actually go back and revisit this, because my last experience with the whole franchise was um, Arkham Knight, and I was a bit cold on that, so I kind of want to go back to the first two games, which really just kicked ass. This yeah, I love this game because I think for the longest time the whole like superhero video game genre wasn't really that well represented. There was a lot of turkeys, and uh, Rocksteady just smashed it out of the park with this. I mean, it was nice. It was actually proper gritty and mature as well. It wasn't just a by numbers kind of you know bland superhero cash in. It was very mature and. I think that informed a lot of some of the more mainstream Batman like media that came afterwards. Um, because I think prior to that, it was a bit more geared more towards you know general audiences. So I think this game didn't just inspire a lot of things in video games. It actually did a lot for like the way the franchise was presented to you know a bigger audience. Um, but yeah, it was just fantastic. I loved the combat. Looked beautiful. It at times almost felt like a horror game. The whole Killer Croc mm-hmm. and the sewer thing was just spine you know spine tingling it was just really 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 cool um and it it does one of those things that the you know best video games do it made you it did really empower you it made you feel like just like a badass you know like what jason said (laughs) dropping from gargoyles swooping guys up it just you felt like this terrifying force like and that's just the coolest thing i mean that's what games should do they make you feel unstoppable and you know kind of terrifying so yeah just just a great game loved it it does it does help because it had the it had a good story to it as well it wasn't just a mm-hmm. a throwaway superhero kind of story it, it it had its own original plot line to it yeah uh, something new that a lot of the batman fans could soak up uh, for the first time and i think that really helped to establish the game to what it to what it went to yeah no definitely trying to remember what um rocksteady then went on to do i mean i know they did a bunch of batman sequels what are they what are they even doing now they're in the suicide squad game aren't they um was it um what's it called again now um uh... oh suicide squad kill the justice league that's the one so i'm actually i'm actually looking now at Rocksteady Studios, I thought they'd made more games than they have. Like this, I, I think they are the bat. They are the Batman yeah. Studio, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that they get the only game they released before that was the sequel to Urban Chaos, which is <laughs> Urban <laughs> Chaos Riot Response, uh, which I've not played, but maybe it's decent considering they then went on, went on to make Arkham Asylum. Maybe I'll give that a go. But then, yeah, it was Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, Arkham VR. And then now, coming next year, is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So 
Yeah, that's. But, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I, for some reason, I thought they had more games than than that to their name. Hoping we finally get a good Superman game now. Uh, thanks to that. If you know they're doing that Justice League game, so fingers crossed. Mm. Well, by the sounds of it, you'll be killing Superman. So, will that? Do you, can you class that as a Superman game? If you're if you're killing Superman, you can't kill Superman. That's why he has such shit games. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just fly through hoops and you know, fly into fog. That's pretty much what Superman does in video games. So. <laughs> true, true. I'm not the biggest of Superman fans, to be honest. Yeah, so, I don't really care either way. But Man of Steel was terrible. Um, I agree, Andrew. I agree. Henry Cavill was a creep, but that film was good. Huh? So Henry Cavill was a creep, but that film was good. Henry Henry Cavill's a creep. Why? Don't don't tell me. I don't want to know. I thought he was kind of. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I won't. He's he's no Army Hammer, though. That's the important thing. Okay. All right. Are are, are you just saying that you think he's a creep, or has he actually done something? Oh God. We can cut this out, but I think it's something to do with like slightly younger girls. But oh no! Okay. <laughs> oh dear! I really, I really, I really love the cut watcher. out. Oh no! Cut out! <laughs> He's googling frantically. Sorry, sorry, Andrew, sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll either cut that out or bleep out the name. Although it'd be fairly obvious since we were talking about Superman. Uh, so <laughs> it's not Christopher Reeve, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you wish you never brought up um, Hen- uh, Man of Steel now. Yeah, it, it just it, it just leads to nothing good. Nothing good ever came from Man of Steel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there you go. All right, let's uh, let's move on. I mean, we said quite a lot about Arkham Asylum in the yeah. 2009 podcast. Anyway, the same is true of the next game, which is the one I'm about to pitch. So uh, we'll probably have a, a shorter conversation on it. Uh, but my pitch is going to be for Uncharted Two. Which I'm now trying to remember what the subtitle for was. What was the subtitle yeah, for Uncharted Among 2? Thieves. Among Thieves. Among Thieves. That's the one. That's the one. I'm pitching this game and I can't even remember the subtitle <laughs> of the friggin' game. It's a good start. It's a good start. Does anybody have a timer for me? Yes, I can I can do that momentarily. Hold on. Awesome. Very good. Just play some like some music here like while we wait for Steve to bring up the timer. Alright, I have a timer ready. Are you ready? Oh. Uh, yes, I am. I'm ready. All right. Yeah. Three, two, one, pitch. So Uncharted 2 is the, surprisingly, the sequel to Uncharted 1. Um, <laughs> did everything better, uh, as the most of the best sequels always do. It was just a bigger game. It was uh, more expansive. There was It was more bombastic. There was a lot more going on. Nathan Drake had come into his own by this point, you know, who was a kind of a lovable rogue in the first one, but he was a proper fully fleshed character by the second game. Um, all of the supporting characters were fantastic, from Elena to, uh, to Chloe to Sully. They were just phenomenally outstanding i mean it's naughty dog's commitment to characters and story that made this game so good but also the huge action set pieces which were phenomenal it's just a fantastic action adventure game and it's one of the best ones i think that's ever been produced it's it's really up there um I'm, i'm kind of vamping at this point i don't know what else to say uh, because it's just a great game, me hearties. <laughs> and I've got uh, three, two, one, done. Time. <laughs> Steve handily held his phone there up so go. I could see the, the oh. countdown. Oh, I struggled with that one just because I've, I, maybe I've just, I'm just thinking of Rich's pitch the whole way through, <laughs> to be honest. 
Are there pirates? <laughs> that was in, all I, I think, think about. I think, I think there might be pirates in Uncharted too. Actually, in the modern sense, not in the potentially. Yeah. They definitely were in the first game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, yes, game's brilliant. So Amazing. you know, it's naughty, it's naughty dog, isn't it? Uh, characters mm-hmm. and story, stellar stuff. Characters and story were great in the first game, but like the bit where you run around and shoot people was a bit shit. Um, they improved that for the second one because where you run around and shoot people feels good now, and the climbing also feels good, and they fill it in with good story beats while you're playing the game. And uh, yeah, uh, great stuff. And the set pieces are incredible. And Naughty Dog are wizards, and they make game consoles do things that should be impossible. And mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like they do that once per game. And in Uncharted 2, it was the train sequence. Mm. Big fight on the train. Yeah. 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 They do it more than once per game now, I think. Like, Last of Us Part 2, the whole game felt like it shouldn't be possible. Well, yes, true. Yes. Like, that's incredible, graphically. The the PS4 just should not be capable of that level of graphical fidelity. No, you and you you can play that in sixty FPS now on the PS5, and it's, it's stunning, nice. stunning. But yes, they are absolute wizards. They they uncovered another processor somewhere hidden deep inside the PS3 and made a game that was just unlike any any anything else on there. And yeah, it's brilliant. You, 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 what, what else can you really say, Jason? What else can you say? <laughs> um, Uncharted Two was my first Uncharted game. And it it, uh, it nearly was the game that I chose for my pitch because it does hold a a dear place in my heart because of the the experiences that it gave me just through the story and the characters and the set pieces, like you said, the the train thing. You know, but was it was it this the one where you you jump from a train to the jeep and then you drive the jeep for a bit and then jump back to the train? Was it that one? I, 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 uh, I don't know. Actually, I think maybe you stay on the train the whole time in two. I can't remember. They kind of blur into one these days. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I've, it was the first kind of experience that I had in a video game. We had these set pieces, and like you really felt like you were in a movie. And uh, it was just mind blowing at the time to just have this kind of game that they was doing this for you, and you controlling the characters, and it was just mind blowing. And it and it really cemented my love for the for the franchise and, and for Nathan and the characters in the game. And um, I went back and played one, and I still enjoyed that game, even through the faults that it has. But, uh, yeah, as soon as 3 and 4 came out, I was there day one for them, and Lost Legacy, I was a bit late to the party on, but I I played that last year, and I wish I'd played that earlier, because that was just amazing. Uh, Uncharted as well, but, uh, yeah, Uncharted 2 is just a game that, yeah, again, you know, when we talk about these games, I really want to go back and play them again because <laughs> yeah. I haven't played them in such a long time and I'd love to experience it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should do that. I've got the Nathan Drake collection sitting on my PlayStation 4. So, yeah, um, yeah, just a lot of love for this franchise and for this game. It's just, just a uh, flawless, perfect game for me. Yeah. Hard to argue with, really. Uh, Rich, I know you've not played it. Because uh, you're not really a PlayStation person, uh, I'm not. It's not into that, but <laughs> I, I've uh, I've never played an Uncharted game, and um, it makes me sad because I mean I had the PS4 for the longest time, and I really wish I jumped on this series at some point, and mm-hmm. I just let it pass me by. Um, you said, have you got a Vita? No, unfortunately not. No. Okay. Why? Why do you? Why do you hate Sony, Rich? I don't hate Sony. Come on. 
<laughs> we all know they, uh, you know, they, 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 they made the video game business what it is today, despite what some people might tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, quite true. Quite yes, true. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, I honestly think that you, like, uh, you should not go out and buy a Sony console just for these games. But I, I, I know for a fact that you would, you would really love these games. Oh, yeah. So, if at some point you could find your way to playing them. I think you'd. Uh, I think you'd have a great time. Well, that's. Uh, I kind of joke about it somewhat, but I know they did like heavily inform what like the Tomb Raider reboot and the sequels kind of mm-hmm. became. That's right. Yeah. And I love the shit out of those games, and they are kind of lesser versions of the Uncharted series, really. Um, from, you know, from everything I hear, yeah. so I yeah. would probably absolutely have the time of my life with Uncharted and. Uh, uh, it's annoying. I wish they weren't, you know, tied to Sony. Um, but well, there is a way for you to play them. You can, if you you can get, a, if you get a, like a PS Now subscription, you can stream to a PC. True. With PS true. Now, and those Very games true. are all on there. So I think it's the original PS3 versions rather than the remastered PS4 versions. But even still, yeah. it's still fine. So yeah. If I survive the PS3 versions of a uh, Yakuza three and four, I'm sure I can handle a. Uh, <laughs> sure I can handle this so it'll be fine yeah I mean they look great even now even the PS3 versions still look good so awesome it's, it's all it's all fine and if you're streaming you won't, it, you won't notice any anyway because it'll be so artifacty and pixely from the uh, <laughs> from the uh, the streaming process that it won't really matter anyway it's fine uh, yeah give it a go I think it's only like oh. 8 quid for a month of PS now and you, you can probably it. get the first month for free potentially yeah yeah Okay. Ago. I think, yeah, I think if Sony was to come out tomorrow and say, you know, we're releasing a new Uncharted game, that would be the game to get me to buy a PlayStation Five. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I would imagine that that's going to happen towards the end of towards the end of the cycle. That seems to be the way it goes, right? When did Uncharted Four come out? That was no, that was sort of mid cycle, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. they need to they need to have something, right? Like they've they've not actually got anything on the go at the moment that we know of. I think the, there's rumors of them remastering or remaking The Last of Us One, and a potentially a Last of Us Part Two director's cut because they've mm. got all these director's cuts going on at the moment, like the Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima and stuff. But beyond that, there's nothing new. So I I, I think there's rumors of a new IP, which would be interesting. But yeah. I definitely. I if they announce a new Uncharted game, even if it was like a sequel to The Lost Legacy, and we don't get to see any more Nathan Drake, you know, even if it was new characters or side characters, yeah, I totally, yeah, totally play that. That would be great. Yeah, Lost Legacy was extremely strong. Mm. It didn't suffer at all from not having uh, Nathan Drake in it. So yeah, I'd be down for yeah, that for sure. Like Chloe and Nicole were both fantastic characters anyway, and they played off each other so well in that game. So yeah, fantastic. There you go. Uncharted 2. Great game. Rich, this could be your new thing. We got you into Dead Space. Uncharted is yeah. next, right? Yeah, I mean, either, you know, PS now works out or everyone does a whip around and gets me a PlayStation 4 or um, <laughs> Microsoft hopefully buy Sony. So that'd be great. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, great you know, consolidation. People, can, people can whip around if they want to if uh, i think it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash dreamcast years if somebody Sweet. wants to donate how much is the ps4 like 150 quid yeah something like that yeah yeah some web results 
I can show them if you ask again from your own <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Um, but yeah, there we go. I'll find the proper link. I think it is buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dreamcast years. But I'll mention it at the end again anyway. Um, but yeah, so definitely, if, if, if you can find a way to give it a go, definitely give it a go because it is fantastic. And uh, that is that for now. So moving on to our final pitch. And as our winner from last time, uh, so going last is Steve. You ready for this, Steve? I am. Prepared? Sure. Yeah, you got it all written down? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've written it on your head. (laughs) Uh, That's what I meant by tapping my head. All right, Steve, what are you pitching for us today? I am pitching Left 4 Dead 2 for the personal computer. Lovely. All right, I'm going to get the timer ready. Ready? Yes. Your time starts now. So Left 4 Dead 2 is a sequel to Left 4 Dead, which came out only one year earlier. For some reason, they made a sequel straight away. I don't know why. It was made by Valve. uh, And this was back when co-op shooty things were not that common. So it was kind of weird that Valve made a co-op game that you have to have friends to play with. Um, But Left 4 Dead was extremely successful. So they went on and made Left 4 Dead 2 very shortly after. And it's basically Left 4 Dead, but everything is better. Uh, There's more guns and the zombies die real good. And you can make their guts fall out if you shoot a zombie in the guts with a shotgun and it keeps running with its guts trailing behind it, which is fantastic. Um, It's not just about guts, this. I have got more to say, but the guts are really good. Um, And if you shoot like their arms and legs and stuff, more guts comes out then, which is really nice as well. There are there are a lot of guts in it. I'm not just going to talk about the guts, but um, I'll remember some other aspects of it now. But I'm really just thinking about the guts at the moment. Um, What else is good about this game beyond the guts? Can you remember? Andrew, guts. Is there anything else that goes Time's on? Up. I should have. I, I should have talked about more than just the guts, really. I, I, but... I think you could have talked about more guts. To be perfectly honest, just keep, okay. Goth Marengo, keep on it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it is cool though, because like their intestines come out, but then it like trails behind them as they're running. <laughs> That's quite funny. It's cool. We got that bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, had, I had a question came up while you were talking about this, and I, I might was be it, wrong. Was it about guts? It was about gu- <laughs> no. It wasn't about guts. No. No more guts. We talked about we talked about guts in uh, the Dreamcast Junkyard crossover as well, right? When we talked about Soldier of Fortune. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. And um, linking those two together again, please do, do go listen to those podcasts. They're very good. Um, but yeah, my my question was: Is it sim- Was it similar to Hitman in that they kind of remastered the first game with the improvements of the second game? <laughs> Yes. Well, they brought everything over from the first game into the second one. So, so yes. You you sort of the first game. If you owned the sex sex second game, they sort of became one That's game. Cool. Um, yeah, it was cool. So you could you could disembowel zombies in the maps of the first game as well as the second. Good one. to know. Making they making their yeah, guts come. and the guts came out of their arms as well which is notorious for having guts it's true yeah it's true yeah uh no but like, this, this game still has a player base now and this game is absolutely absolutely timeless and if you have three friends and a few quid and a pc which if if you have a pc it can probably run this game because it's old at this point it is well worth playing now it is a lot of fun um it's set in new orleans as well um it's got really good 
uh, like jazz music sounds soundtrack. Uh, it's just it's rad as hell. This game. It's mm. fan- it, we should we should say, play it. Yeah, we, we've got three together. friends because we would there have a lot of fun. us. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. can definitely play this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a great game though. I remember I remember my favorite aspect. It's not my favorite aspect, but something I really enjoyed about it was how they were all kind of like individual little movies almost. They had posters, like movie posters to yeah. start with. And they had that like that vibe about them, which is really cool. Yeah. So there, there, there was like four levels to work through, which I think were made up with like three or four maps. But yeah, they all had a movie poster to start with, with some kind of punny title. Yeah. In it. And they all had their own unique soundtrack mm-hmm. as well. Like there's one where you go through a circus and it's the same sort of Left for Dead leitmotif. But it has like a the circus one has like a sci-fi spin on it with like a theremin and mm. it's it's so good. I mean, it's Valve, so it's incredibly well produced, incredibly polished. Yeah. Jason, is this uh, is this one you've played? Um, sadly, not. Um, because it's it's just a multiplayer game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, yeah. yeah. So back in two thousand and nine, I didn't I didn't have a lot of. Um, friends to to play online games with so i just kind of just let this one go by uh, and stick to my mario or whatever it was i was playing on the wii at the time um but from what i hear it sounds like my kind of cup of tea to be honest um it's definitely something that i would like to experience Mm. um just for the guts (laughs) (laughs) Um, they are good they are good (laughs) the guts are excellent do you you have a pc capable of playing games jason uh, maybe for Left 4 Dead 2, yes. Uh, I can't see why 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 it should not work on on my laptop. Okay, that's. Uh, let, I mean, let's I can try this. and and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, let's arrange this. Let's do this. I mean, Back for Blood's coming out, but apparently nobody really wants to play that. It was. Thank you. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not great. It's yeah. not great. Oh dear. It looks good. Yeah. It do, it does look good. It it's not terrible. It is by the same people as well. Mm. It's by the same uh, studio that made the first. Left for Dead before they got bought up by by Valve, um, and it's just not very good. It's, it's awful. It's just not where it should be. But yeah, we should we we should absolutely play oh, this yes. game together because it's it's a right laugh. Nice. Definitely up for it. Um, you know, I've just finished playing uh, Portal Two on, on the Xbox, so um, I'm very much in the Valve feelings right now. So to 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 go back and play a different Valve game would be uh, it would be great. Yeah, and even though this is a multiplayer game, it still has really good storytelling in it as well, like environmental storytelling and and, and the banter between the char- the characters. So yeah, it, it definitely feels like a Valve game. Well, I know, I know Valve are Steam now, but they're really missing a trick, right, in not having sequels yeah. to all of these games. No, um, no, they're not really? missing a trick at all. They they're, they're making they're making dump trucks full of money by the second. They know exactly <laughs> what they're doing. I would love Valve to make games again as well, but like they 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 yeah they know what their business is, and I'm not going to hold my breath. I guess it's a shame though because I would fall over backwards for a Portal Three or a, another Half Life. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I mean, just give everything a third game. They've got like nearly all of their games have two games, right? So you've got Half Life One, Half Life Two. We need Half-Life 3. You've got Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2. We need Left 4 Dead 3. We've got Portal 1, Portal 2. We need Portal 3. We've got, what is it? Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. There should be a Counter-Strike 3. You know? I mean, there is a Half-Life 3. You just need a VR. Half-Life Alex, that is true. Yeah, that is true. But it's not not Half-Life 3, right? It's not what they... Because they had plans for Half-Life 3. No. 
And this is not what that is. That this is separate to that, essentially. So, but I mean, that's you know, Valve is on the cut on the cutting edge of stuff, and Half Life Alex basically is Half Life Three. They were never going to, you know, it wouldn't have been very Valve to just make another Half Life. They 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 had to make it VR because Valve is that cutting edge studio that does. There always has to be a thing. There always has to be a hook mm-hmm. to the game that is incredibly impressive because that's just how they make their games. Yeah. I, I agree. It's a huge shame because I would love to play a new Valve game, but just make them all VR. If, if they like making VR games now, just make Portal Three VR. It's fine. I'll buy. I'll buy a, a Valve Index if I can play Portal Three. Hell yeah! <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'll buy whatever they want me to buy as long as I get to play it. This is why they're missing <laughs> a trick. You see, people would buy so many Valve Indexes if you just made Portal Three, Left for Dead Three, all on all on uh, VR. You know. Can you can you imagine Left 4 Dead 3 in VR? Can you imagine what the guts would be? Oh. <laughs> they would be realistic. So gutty. Yeah. Super realistic. Like, right in your face. Guts too. in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, there we go. Like, yeah, like Valve, you know, they've got Steam Deck coming out. Make it exclusive to the Steam Deck. Yeah. Smart True. move. See, that, that's the kind of thing that Valve would do, actually. Yeah. That's not, you know, that's... Yeah, that, I mean, that would sell a lot of Steam Decks. Mm. Left 4 Deck. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I just went to Steam. I wanted to have a look to see how much Left 4 Dead 2 is on there, and it's uh, seven pound and nineteen pence. Um, but but what intrigued me was there was an update for this game this year. Yeah, so that's right. They're, yeah. they're, they're yeah. still supporting it. Uh, end of they are. end of August. They had a, a Left 4 Two Left 4 Dead 2 update. So um, yeah. it's still going. Is there anything? Was there anything in the patch note about guts? We really should move <laughs> we should, on. We should move. We really on. should move. Rich, on. Rich, I don't. I feel like I haven't asked you, but I feel like I know what the answer is because I think you answered this in two thousand and nine. OG, have yep. you played Left 4 Dead two? Yep, owned it, played it, loved it. Fantastic. Never played the first one, but I loved oh, it, Left 4 yeah. Dead two. Um, I've never myself never never been much for like a multiplayer game online, but I did give this a fair crack with some friends, and you yeah, love it. I mean, it's just. It's fun time. The horde mode is terrifying. Um, I hate the witches. They're horrifying oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's just yeah. crying hysterically. And then, eh, so chasing you. It's horrible. And the jockeys as well. They can, they can, they can fuck off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Boomers. Love them. And the sound they make. Are you going to... Gonna... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Boomer! Like, are you like, going to... Are you going to... Are we going to... Are we going to play this or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to the buy button right now. We'll arrange it. Yeah. yeah, okay, fantastic. Let's do it. You know, we have we have which we've never used. We have a Dreamcast Years YouTube channel, so we could stream it to YouTube. Yeah, we could. Yeah, that's true. That's is this still is this still doable on Xbox? Can I like, pick it up, or do I just have to get it on like Steam? Uh, I don't think they're cross-play compatible. So if mm. we if we were going to play it, we'd probably have to play it on Steam. But it is still playable okay. on Xbox, from what I remember. Okay, so, cool. No worries. That's fine. There we go. So those are our four picks for Game of the Year 2009. So your picks are the Ghostbusters video game. It's called that, right? It's just Ghostbusters the video game, I believe is the title, full title. Yeah. Uh, So Ghostbusters the video game, Batman Arkham Asylum, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, I remembered it this time, and uh, Left 4 Dead 2. So four very, very good games. And now it's up to you to decide which of these four games 
will be the game of 2009. So please let us know in the Twitter poll, which should be available right about now if you're listening to, on Radio Sega. We'll see if that works or not. Uh, but it's seven days from when this episode goes live on Radio Sega. Uh, so please do vote while you can. Uh, and you can find that on at Dreamcast Years on Twitter. So there you go. I'll remind you again before we finish. We have one last thing to, to bring up, though, and that is the game that we're going to play and then discuss on the next Game of the Year episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reveal here and now that the next OG and therefore the next Game of the Year will be going back in time a little bit. Uh, we're not forging ahead <sighs> to 2010. We do have other years to cover. Uh, we've not gone through 94, 95 or 96 yet. So we are going back to the 90s, which I'm sure Jason and uh, Rich are jumping for joy over with their, their yes. walkie pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the 90s we go. So 1994 is our episode, the next OG episode, and therefore the next game of the year. So therefore, Steve, the game that you need to choose has to be one that released in 1994. Do you have, mm. do you have one of those for yes, us? Yes, I do. I do. Awesome. Yeah, I do. What is the game that you've chosen for us? All to play. Uh, that game is Doom 2. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Ooh. Uh, play Doom 2. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's actually readily available. I've not seen it on any modern formats. So I'm hoping... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you scrape around somewhere, you'll be able to find it deep pirate down tip. somewhere in the back of a on online store somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Pirate you are thing. good at you go. pirating. <laughs> Rich, so. I really wish they'd I really wish um, they'd launch these games on the Switch. I know. It'd just be the perfect match. <laughs> Do you know what? They're, they're, so, they're so good on Switch. That, those re-releases are fantastic Indeed. on Switch. Um, and Dirt Cheap they too. Are. So everyone go play Doom 2 if you haven't already. If you haven't already got it. It's worth playing just for the super shotgun. Because when you shoot it and when you reload it goes like... <laughs> satisfying noise when you reload it. Uh, super old, but there's something about Doom and Doom Two that just feels fantastic to play. Awesome. Yeah. Cool, I'm excited. Do you know what? I don't think, and, and this might be blasphemy to say, I don't think I've ever played Doom Two. <gasps> I've, played, I've played the first one, and I've played the third one, but I don't recall playing the second one. So that'll be new to me. Wow. You've got to yeah. fix that. I, I do own it. Like, I bought all the Doom games to Switch. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're all out. <laughs> I'll buy them all. And then was proceeded this to never Oh, Andrew. <laughs> this was like when they were like one ninety nine each, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. Yeah. I remember coming home on the train and I just bought like three Doom games. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So good. But, um, I'm excited. And uh, if you're listening and fancy joining us, yeah, play this game. And when we do the next game of the year, you can uh, pop onto the Radio Sega Discord and have a chat with us about it or of course you can kind of just fire your comments at us over in the uh, dreamcast years twitter and we have a discord as well if you fancy it. it it's pretty quiet but if you fancy just coming on and randomly talking about doom 2 <laughs> please feel free uh it's fine uh but yes doom 2 very good choice very very good choice uh, very excited do you know what i've do you know what i really want to play and i and i don't know if it's going to be any good or not and that's the the doom 3 vr version that looks mm. pretty cool. Uh, apparently, it's very, very good. Yeah, almost like it was kind of made for VR, as from what I hear. It's it's extremely playable and and very good. I might have to. I would also like to. Yeah, play that. might have to grab that as well while I'm uh, 
after I play Doom Two, maybe just maybe just play them all with your with your VR. Yeah, do you know what? I don't even know where the VR headset is anymore. <laughs> I play it that little. <laughs> I don't know where it is, and it's not even a small thing. It's quite a large That's piece. Privilege, of right there. Seriously, oh, <laughs> I, just is, VR I don't know. Where uh, I don't even know where my VR headset <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Turns out I was using it as a coaster for the longest time. <laughs> Oh, poor old PSVR. So uh, that that thing could have done so much better than it did. Oh, it did. It did very well. Apparently, it did very well. So, I mean, considering it's a, a big chunky peripheral that's kind of niche, apparently, it sold quite well. They're not big enough. Mm. Cle- cle- clearly not, because Andrew was able to lose it in his mansion. <laughs> Stop it! I have a mansion. It's like a mansionette. Um, so, <laughs> all right. I think that brings us to the end of the Game of the Year podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for enduring Rich's incredibly hilarious pirate accent, <laughs> which I'm going to be laughing about for the next week or two. Um, thank Lovely. you, Rich, for that. By the way, that was incredible. That's right. I'm always here doing stone entertainment at its finest. Um, so, <laughs> thank you so much if you enjoyed uh, Rich's Pyrax and or you want to help him buy a PS4 please do send us some money uh, you, you don't have to but if you like what we do then you can uh, buy us a coffee basically at uh, it is buymeacoffee.com forward slash dreamcast years and um, we don't have a huge amount of outlay but we have got some fancy new music as you will have heard um, and of course you know that costs money so if you want to fire us some money over Please feel free. It's always appreciated, but not needed. If you don't have any money, don't send us any. We'll still record anyway, because we just feel like it. Uh, (laughs) So it's all good. Um, But yes, uh, that's about it, I think. Um, Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Jason. Hello. Where can people find you online, should they wish to? Well, if they uh, wish to do so, then they can find me over on the Twitter at GamerJasonUK. Excellent. And Steve, can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on the Dreamcast Years podcast, both the OG <laughs> and uh, Game of the Year edition. Um, they're both good. We have fun okay. over there. That's where you can That's where you can find me. I talk about guts quite a lot on the last one, though. It was a bit weird. I'm not really sure what I was, but most of the time it's good fun. Fair enough. Rich, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters at uh, I forgot what my handle was then. Um, <laughs> the Bitten Hero. <laughs> Were you about to say Dreamcast, Barber? Um, close. Yeah, something pirate related, but I didn't. Yar. <laughs> Please <laughs> change your handle to something pirate related now. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> um, you can find me at Oddment84. Uh, you can find all of us, of course, at Dreamcast Years. Uh, please, as I've said, go and check out um, the podcast that we've done with the Dreamcast Junkyard and you can find them at the DC Junkyard. And I, I always plug them because I feel like it. Um, you can go and find everything to do with Lost in Cult and Lock On uh, over at Lost in Cult. Lots of cool stuff going on over there. But yeah, that's uh, that's it, I think. I don't think I've got anything left to say. I'm racking my brains. I, do, do you ever get that feeling where you think you, you had something and you mm-hmm. it was really important, but you just can't remember it? 
all yes, the time. Yes, all the time. That's how <laughs> that's that's describes my state of mind 100% of the time. It's a waking nightmare. Yes. Just, I don't know what it is. What did I forget? <laughs> Um, I don't know. You've 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 discouraged people from giving us money. You've you've had everyone's Twitter handles. No, I think you've covered it all. Okay, fine. I'll leave it there. If I remember anything, I'll I'll tack it onto the end in like a really like like a uh, like this. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I've remembered what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> all right. Before before everybody thinks that I'm like drunk and just saying random things into the microphone, we'll end it there. Thanks very much for listening. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.